Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there's so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there, and you're tired of the senseless and toxic diet culture noise. You're ready to tune into your body, feel empowered around food, and focus on your true health and well-being. Welcome to the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio of your health and wellness anti-diet dreams. I'm Tara, personal trainer. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And I'm Maura, licensed clinical social worker. Together, we're pushing back on diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity to help you practice genuine health-promoting self-care. So grab your water bottle, forget the rules, and let's start rebranding your wellness journey. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Rebranded. Today, we are talking about how to find a good personal trainer and questions to ask them. Really excited to hear what Tara has to say about this. And by the way, if you've been listening to us for a while, you might be interested in learning how to work with either Elizabeth or Tara. If so, both of them provide both individual and group coaching. Check out their information in the show notes below and stay tuned to hear good advice Tara's got for us today. Thanks so much. So... I have been a trainer for, like, a really long time. (laughs) I'm like, how how long have I been a trainer? 21 years I've been a trainer. And nobody has ever asked me a single question before they hired me. Really? What do you mean? Nobody ever asked me anything. I feel like I asked you questions. Yeah, but we were kind of more like networking at that point. Yeah, so I I didn't realize you were, like, interviewing me for a job. (laughs) But... Most people don't ask me things about where I got my education. Oh, I definitely didn't ask that. You know, like, what kind of education do I have? Am I just like this fun chick that wears a shirt that says personal trainer on it, so good enough? Yeah. Because that's kind of like what it seems like. So there are really great trainers in the world. There are also people who are brand new Mm. and maybe don't know all the things yet. And then there are people that are horrible. Definitely. Is personal trainer a regulated term? No. Ah, personal trainer is not a regulated term. So basically anybody can be like, I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. There so are also like nutritionist. Yes, it's exactly like that. So there's also a ton of certifications that you can just buy on the Internet. Ugh, yeah. Like you don't even have to take a test. They just pay your 50 bucks. They send you a certificate. Really? Yeah. With some fancy sounding like wow. international certified board of excellent workouters. <laughs> workouters. <laughs> like it's just. It's silly like that. It sounds okay But if you dig into it, you're like, what? Workouter. <laughs> That's the official name. So I really think that people aren't doing due diligence when they hire a trainer. And I think that we should really change that because frequently the really good trainers and the brand new ones are like charging the same prices. So you can't even go by like, oh, this guy's really expensive. He must be good. Or, oh, so is this guy. So he must also be good. So I think there's some questions that we should probably be asking your personal trainer before you hire them, um, just to make sure that you're getting what you think you're getting, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of people come into the personal training industry just because they love fitness, they love working out, and they want to help others work out too. Nothing wrong with that, but unless they have some knowledge behind that that wasn't just gained on them, because as much as we love anecdotal evidence, we also like real evidence. (laughs) So a case study of one is not usually the way to go. So, really good question to ask is, who are you certified with? Mm-hmm. That implies that they are certified. <laughs> and they might tell you, like, oh, I'm certified with the International Board of Great Workouters, <laughs> you know, or whatever. 
And that probably won't mean anything to you. I was going to say, so you have to tell us, what do we want to hear in answer to that question? So there are like so many fitness certifications and most of them are fine. Uh There's a couple really good ones. So the gold standard in personal training is the American College of Sports Medicine, Uh ACSM. They are like made for the everyday human. Uh So if you're an athlete or you've got really complex like injuries or medical issues, They don't really cover that kind of thing. But for, like, the vast majority of humans, ACSM is going to be awesome. Okay. My personal favorite and who I'm certified with is the National Strength and Conditioning Association. They are very much more geared towards athletes. That's kind of like a nod to my former life as a strength coach. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that info has really helped me in my career as a personal trainer. The big difference is that certification is geared towards groups, like teams. Whereas what most of what I do now is one-on-one or small group. Mm -hmm. Right. But the knowledge is still really good, really important. The test is super hard. It has like a 70% failure rate. So if somebody is certified as like a CSCS by the NSCA, I know there's a lot of acronyms. (laughs) Hearing a lot Um, of letters. Probably probably they're going to know what they're doing. Good to know. Another really like widely accepted one is ACE, American Council on Exercise. I can be honest. I don't love ACE. That much. If your trainer is certified with ACE, I don't sweat it, right? It's still good. But what ACE does is they just basically take everything from ACSM and write it in their book and put their brand on it and sell the same thing. So it's not that it's bad knowledge. It's just kind of like not my favorite fitness certification company. I can see that. That makes sense. You know. So definitely ask them who they're certified with. There's a lot of other decent ones, too. And if you have questions like, oh, my gosh, I talked to this trainer and they said they were certified with this and I don't even know what that is. Shoot me an email. My email's in the show notes. I will be happy to tell you, yeah, that's a good one. Go for it. Or I don't know about that. I know. Look elsewhere. But making sure they're certified is really important. Another good question is how long have you been training people? Uh, It's not a deal breaker if you're like their very first client. But I will say from personal experience, I look back at some of the people I trained like 20 years ago and I'm like, oh, why did I do it like that? (laughs) To be fair, those were really challenging clients that I probably had absolutely no business with training. My very first client was in a motorcycle accident and he was paralyzed from the waist down. Like, I had no idea how to deal with that. And my very second client was also in a motorcycle accident. Oh, wow. um, Which taught me at a very young age, I don't want to ride motorcycles. No, 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 right. And he was physically fine, but mentally there was issues. Yeah. Also, someone that at that time I didn't have any business training. This reminds me of my experience as an intern, as a therapist. And I think this is actually a common experience for like any kind of counseling or therapy interns. Often we're in a placement that's like a community mental health clinic, Mm -hmm. and they often have a lot of socioeconomic needs yes. and also a lot of high acuity, a lot of trauma. No, so yeah. it's like really hard cases right, right from the get-go. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Head- <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually do think that makes us a better professional, but it's not about us. Right. You know, yeah. it's right. about yeah, the exactly. client paying for the service. So there should be more of a way for us to get that experience while still delivering great service. But in the fitness industry, that doesn't quite exist yet. Yeah. Um, We are making strides towards that. There's a lot of internships and fellowships and things like that that are kind of coming up for new coaches, which is awesome. Another question you could ask. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Another question is, what do you specialize in? They may not specialize in anything. If you were to ask me what I specialize in, I would probably panic a little bit because I've been specialized in so many different things over the years that at this point I just kind of like do everybody. Yeah. Which is not ideal (laughs) from like a business standpoint. 
I really feel like if you have an issue, you want someone whose specialty is that. Yeah. But it definitely asks that question. It's not a deal breaker if they say they specialize in something that's not you. Mm -hmm. But it's good to know. Yeah. Are you in the ballpark? This is reminding me a lot. I'll have to do an episode similar on, like, how to find a good therapist. I was literally thinking that as we were talking, and I (laughs) hope you are going to do one on how to find a good therapist. I will definitely do one on this because it's similar. Like, there's a lot of therapists have specialties. Like, I specialize in anxiety and OCD, but I have clients that aren't anxiety and OCD. Totally. Not every therapist will do that. Some will only see their specialty. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that. I need a little variety. Yes, I enjoy the variety, too. Like, I worked exclusively with athletes for, like, decades. And that was fun at first. But then it's kind of like, oh, you guys are all dealing with the same issues. Yeah. Right? You're all dealing with the same issues and kind of chatting about the same things. So it's much more interesting for me to have, like, oh, someone who's trying to conceive, someone who's pregnant, someone who's in menopause, someone who's an athlete, someone who's, like, trying to pretend like he's an athlete. Same, actually. My specialty is definitely intuitive eating, but I for sure have clients who are already intuitive eaters, right? They need a different kind of nutrition support. And it's always enjoyable to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something a little... Variety's fun. Yeah. So don't, like, tie yourself to the specialty, but ask what it is. Uh If they can't give you a good answer on that, even if the answer is, I don't really have a good answer, then that's a red flag. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Another really good question is, what's their training philosophy or training style? If you're the kind of person who needs to be yelled at like Jillian Michaels, and you have a trainer like me who never yells ever, this is not a good match. Yeah. If you shy away from someone who's going to be like a tough love type person, and you can tell this person across from you is pure tough love, rethink what you're doing here. I think a lot of clients forget that like you're the boss. You're in charge. We as trainers work for you. So if this isn't a good match, you don't have to continue this relationship any further than the interview. Tara does start off every one of my training sessions saying, what do you want to do today? And I'm always like, you can pay. <laughs> I always ask, what do you want to do? Just in case they have somebody feel strongly about it. Yeah. And um, how do you feel? And how does your body feel? Yeah. Those are two yeah. questions I ask. And every I will say I've worked with a lot of trainers over the years, and you are one of the only ones who actually consistently asks that. I, I think some never even would ask me, how's your body feeling today? I just think it's They're so important to check in about, yeah. you know, like everybody's body goes through things. I like that you asked you me know? that because sometimes it's like, yeah, the usual. And sometimes I'm like, no, actually, there's this thing going on and, yeah. and it impacts what we do. I also think it's important. This isn't really a thing you could ask your trainer, but it's important that they can roll with the punches. Like, oh, no, your knee hurts. Dang it. I had a hell of a leg day planned for you. Yeah. You know, like if you're a new trainer or someone who's like really by the book, that's going to be really hard for them to go. No worries. We've got this awesome upper body arm circuit that's going to be badass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think it's important to know that your trainer has your best interest at heart and that they'll roll with what you need. Rather than what they want. Mm-hmm. A lot of us trainers are big science geeks. So we really like the periodization and we're going to do this. And then we're going to add weight on this day. And then we're going to switch the exercise out here and have this whole big plan. And I, I admit, I am like that on the inside and I don't do that with my clients yeah. Um, yeah. because everything comes up. Yeah. I used to plan this whole big thing like we're going to do these eight weeks like this. And like inevitably, somebody would get sick for two weeks and then they'd come back. We'd have a really great workout and then their knee would be hurting because they did something in the garden. Like there's life happens to people. Yeah. That's not about you, Elizabeth. Don't give me those eyes. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, I was just really intently listening. <laughs> like, 
I would love to say, and that is the difference between athletes and like regular humans. Athletes, you have this plan and you follow the plan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because their goal is at the end and it's coming on this day, whether you're ready or not. Yeah. Regular humans, like we have life. I'm thinking of this phrase, which I've I've probably forgotten over the years, but it's like the best treatment plan is, is the one that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It doesn't matter how like perfectly you've planned things out. If it doesn't work for the client, yeah. we need to adapt it. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's also the same as like the best exercise for you is the one you'll do. Yeah, right. absolutely. So I do think it's important that you kind of like ask your trainer, your potential trainer, like, what's your training style? Is this going to work for me? Um, another really good question is, do you have referrals from clients? Like, do you have any testimonials? Is there somebody I can talk to? Yeah. You know, I could ask any one of my clients to be like, hey, can you write me a quick testimonial? I have a potential new client that wants to make sure I'm not a creeper. And every single one of my clients would be like, sure. What do you want me to say? Should I just call them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... People want to help you, yeah. especially if they're training with you. They probably like you, mm-hmm. right? Or if you as the client are training with them, you probably like them. So asking for like a referral or a testimonial from someone is not crazy. And if you're on the fence, that would be a good thing to do. Sometimes you'll just sit down in front of a trainer and you'll just know, I'm in. Yeah. This person yeah, knows what I want. Mean, personality driven. Yes. That's why the you're biggest be thing is. a lot of time with that person. You're spending so much time with this person. So like the biggest question to ask yourself is do we vibe yeah are we on the same page with this that is the most important thing so what i was actually thinking when you thought i was making faces at you was like these are all awesome questions to ask your potential trainer right but i actually think there's some important questions your trainer should be asking you before you make your decision totally yeah so any trainer that's worth their salt is going to do like a free evaluation. Maybe not free, but most people do free evaluations because the trainer doesn't want to be stuck with a creeper client any more than you want a creeper trainer. It's your word of the day, Tara. (laughs) I imagine in addition to that, they probably don't want to be getting in over their head. Like, yeah, we need to know what we're dealing with here. Accident, You know, at the gym that I used to be at with the motorcycle guys, like they were kind of just like, you'll be fine. Right now I know. That was probably not my best work experience because I really should have had someone with more experience deal with those clients. But any trainer is going to take you into an evaluation. They're going to talk about all your health history, any injuries, limitations, any surgeries that you've had recently. They're going to talk to you about your goals, why you're here, how we can help. Yeah. Oftentimes, I'll ask about previous experience. What do you love? What do you hate? We don't want to make this workout for you and then come to find out, oh, my God, you hate all the things. So we try to find out preferences and anything else in life that might be applicable to your workout. So if I find out that you're like working construction or something and you're not the guy holding the stop sign, I'm going to change my workout based on that. Mm -hmm. But if I find out that you like sit on a couch all day, that also matters. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of that conversation that the three of us had before we started doing this podcast, which was like, okay, what do I need to know about you? And in terms of like your working style and where, like, how are you maybe going to mess this up? How am I maybe going to mess it up? Like, Let's understand each other. I feel like as a trainer, you probably want to know something similar about your clients, which is like, What's your M.O. kind of like, are you all in? Are you someone who's going to? It's kind of a hard conversation. Like, how do you need me to be there to support you? Yes. Right. Based on what you know about yourself. Kind of the hard part about this conversation from the trainer's perspective 
is you're like trying to sell this person training. Well, sure. Yeah. We never talk about it like that. Like I never consider myself a salesperson, mm-hmm. but you can be like the best trainer ever. And if nobody buys training well, from you, head to the matter. you're going to starve, you yeah. know? So at the same time, you're kind of like painting this picture of how you interact with clients so that they buy training from you and make sure it's a good fit. I'm at the point in my career where if I know somebody's a bad fit, I'm just like, let me introduce you to my colleague. Yeah. This person is going to vibe with you way better than I ever could. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I just pass people along. But I'm very like abundance mindset kind of person, like we've talked about before, where when you're a brand new trainer starting out, you're kind of like, oh, my God, I need to train everyone. You know, so as a client, you kind of want to watch and just make sure that your trainer is like a decent human being. (laughs) You know, make sure they're not like pushing a ton of supplements and diet culture on you, mm-hmm. you know, which can be hard to find someone who's not in that. But for you, sure, you know, make sure you ask those questions like, yeah. hey, what's what your, your take thoughts? on fat loss? You know, we do a lot of like testing and measurement as trainers. And some of it's really helpful to us as trainers, even if we don't want our clients to see it. A good example of this would be like, how much muscle do you have? Mm-hmm. Right. A good way to tell if our weight training program is working is measure their muscle mass. Unfortunately, we can't really do that without a scale. So for like most of my clients that care about that, which isn't that many, but for the ones that do, I don't even show them their results. I like look at the muscle and then like throw it in the trash just so I know like, oh, good. What we're doing is working. Excellent. The people that are not worried about any sort of like weight training strength gains We don't even measure it at all, but many trainers will. They'll pull out the tape measure and measure all your... Yeah, and if you're someone who's trying to get out of diet culture, right, that's probably not the best of trainer. Not a great fit. I also think trainers are really receptive to like, hey, I don't want to be measured. I'm trying to get out of diet culture. I'm here to move my body in a healthy way and not worry about all this mess. Mm -hmm. Like most trainers are going to be like, oof, that's different. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like an important thing to talk about in that first conversation, too, to see, like, how they respond to that. Like, if they are someone who's like, uh, no. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Some trainers are not going to agree with that. Totally. There's, like, a whole bodybuilding specialty certification that um, is out right now. So, you know. Those are awesome. Thank you. Good things to ask, you know. You want to know who you're committing to here. Yeah. Yeah. This is great info. So while we're talking about questions, I would love to just throw out a thing here at the end, actually, for our listeners, which is if there's a topic that you really would love for us to talk about, either nutrition, intuitive eating, fitness, mental health, we would love to hear from you. All of our emails are on the show notes. You can pick any one of us and send us your wish list. What do you want to hear? Yeah. Hit us up on Instagram, wherever you're comfortable. We want the info. Yeah. More fun to know that you're creating episodes people actually want to listen to yeah totally. we're talking about what you want to know yeah awesome thanks guys thank you thank you for joining us for this episode of wellness rebranded if you found this helpful please take a moment and leave us a review and share it with your friends if you'd like to learn more about mora you can find her website moratani.com to connect with tara find her on instagram at tara de Leon fitness To connect with me, Elizabeth, visit me at elizabethharrisnutrition.com. And while you're there, follow the link to join my health and healing with intuitive eating community on Facebook.